It's back to a car. A champion has been crowned. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. Mm-hmm. Fellas, how do we feel? It's all over. It's done. Bubbles, no more. It's been burst. What a bubble it was, though. What a run. <laughs> I know, right? The it's 20, definitely... Um, the 2019-2020 season that took, like, what feels like years to be to be completed... I, it, I did feel a sense of relief when the Lakers just started murdering, murdering yeah, like, like I mean, so, we've watched <laughs> so much basketball for the past three, four months. Like, when did the bubble start? I guess it was the end. Of yeah, July. no, it's about about three months now. Uh, yeah. I think it. I think it hit a hundred days or something like that. Yeah, and like there was so much ball, especially when the first round of the playoffs started. Obviously, it was just so intense, and to finally have it come to an end was <laughs> amazing, relieving, but also sad to see it go. Um, those dudes must be so ready to get out of there at this yeah, point. Yeah, it, mu- it must be the first championship team that rather than go out and hit the town, they just want to go home. I don't know. I saw some saw some videos of the having of them having a pretty good time. Yeah. Party in the bubble. Party in the bubble, yeah. Yeah. Gold lights. They left. They left Quinn Cook off the bus. <laughs> they took off without him. It was so he good. was he, he. It was like Facebook Live, and he's yeah, commenting yeah. in the Facebook Live. Yeah. Turn around. <laughs> and Dion Waiters is like, "Nah, man, leave him behind. Tell me why." <laughs> like Dion didn't hey, do anything. Dion's got a ring. Man, he was getting a ring regardless of who won. I know, mental. Beatty, the king. Your go. How do you feel? Fourth ring, four finals MVP. This is it was meant to happen. We we knew this was going to happen at the start of the season. It we did. A, we a actually long, did call that drawn out season, but we got there in the end. We got the result that we were supposed to get. The best <laughs> team won, and um, all is right in the world. <laughs> I can't. Really, I can't even argue with you. It, you're right. The best team won. It was inevitable. Yeah. Not even a, we a global. Wrong, you were right. Not even a global <laughs> pandemic can stop the king. <laughs> <laughs> Only JJ Perea and Steph Curry can take down LeBron James. Uh, yep. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, man. I mean, it was kind of like a Thanos. It was inevitable in the end. Like as as awesome as Game Five was, I'm so thankful that we got. Like we were just saying before we came on it, awesome that we got to go to Game Six. Um, shades of 2008. Uh, when the Lakers got absolutely pumped by the Celtics in Game Six, um, had to sneak that in. Had to sneak that one in there, but yeah, like, <laughs> amazing series when they gets to Game Six, and then that's it's just over by the second quarter. Yeah, the Lakers, man, they we we saw it in bits and pieces throughout the season, and or more so throughout the season, and bits and pieces through the bubble. But when they're locked in on defense, and their best lineup, we talked about it all year. AD at the five, LeBron at the four, and just a, in, a few of those wings in there. When they're locked in and AD's patrolling the paint, they're just – and LeBron can play kind of free safety and roam around wherever he needs to be. I know. It's, it's so next to impossible. Yeah. yeah. We, we were talking about it in our, in our little chat off mic throughout the week, but really, what – like, who is ever – going to be able to stop that 
I say ever, say next season, it's not as if there's another challenger ready to go. Like Lakers are still the best. It's not like there's anyone really threatening that. They they cruise to this in some senses. Yeah, it was pretty cruisy. Um, 16 and 5 playoff record because they lost two yeah, to the Heat. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty dominant from start to finish. It, like they dropped two to the Heat, but like say the Heat won that game six, right? And it went to seven games. Is that not a weird – did it not feel like that would have been a weird seven-game series? Like the Heat just went from hyper-competitive matches to complete blowouts to hyper-competitive matches to complete blowouts. To me, it felt like those those really competitive matches were both like superhero events but not really something yeah. that could be sustained. Yeah, I think it was, it was kind of obvious. Like Jimmy still played 45 minutes. Yeah, I know. And – it's just absolutely ridiculous. Bam played. Well, in in game five, I think I read Jimmy sat forty seven seconds in yeah, the entire it, match. It was it was what it was the best game of the season. The game five, LeBron yeah. and Jimmy going head to head, forty points, thirteen boards, seven assists. LeBron and Jimmy Butler doing another LeBron impersonation with a thirty five point triple double. Yeah, going head to head down the stretch. It was it was awesome. That was the sickest thing. Um, but they just didn't have it in the game in game six and we got to see the dragon kind of come back and give it a go he was yeah. like credit 30, to him 30 percent. i don't know yeah like, well apparently his doctor said your foot's not going to get any worse if you play you've done it as bad as it can go you're just going to be in a lot of pain and he's like well forget it i'm just yeah. going to do it anyway what a hero dude like you see jimmy put his arm around him coming off the court I think I heard in Jimmy's press conference, he said, I could play with Goran Dragic until I die. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're they're warriors, man. they got to figure out they're going to bring the dragon back now. They have to. They have to. I know he's a free agent. You've got to bring him back. Someone's going to pay him some cash money, though. Maybe it'll be the Heat. But um, they were just out of gas, dude. And LeBron wasn't somehow. Yeah. He just has unlimited yeah. pass. Year 17. Yeah, like, there was some moments, particularly in game six, where the Lakers just looked like they had half a tank more fuel than the Heat did, you know? It was like night and day watching them. They were kind of just cruising to their spots, playing within the flow of the game, and the Heat's like going balls to the wall, trying to get anything done and obviously beating their head against the wall. But, yeah, it just seemed really I, – I can't shake the feeling that that was the easiest finals win, even if it was 4-2 that I've watched in a very, very long time. It just – they just cruised to it, it felt. No way, dude. Nah, yeah. I think no, some of these Warriors series against yeah. the Cavs, they were, they were worse. Yeah, the two – I mean, yes, but, like, at least the Warriors had LeBron against them, you know. Anything yeah. can happen if LeBron's on the other team. But, but this one just that. seemed like never in doubt – no, it was, dude, it was in doubt. Like, I've got one of my best friends is like is a is a LeBron fan. I was about to say Lakers fan. LeBron fan. And <laughs> yeah. he was DEFCON 1 freaking out after game five. He was like, LeBron's going to be too tired. They, the Heat have figured them out. The, da, da, da. And I was like, I don't know, man. It's still oh, whoa, man. Four in a row here. Um, I don't know if the Heat will have it, but there was a big faction of uh, Lakers Twitter that were a bit worried and – the Lakers, you know, they they switched to the Mamba jerseys in Game Five, and 
Anthony Davis has got these gold sneakers. Like they're they're trying to just they're trying to make the doc. They're trying to make their own Last Dance documentary. Yeah, I know. Like letting it happen, and then it's. But this is my point. This is my point. Like for them to be able to take the luxuries of like, oh, you know what? For this closeout game, let's put on our Mamba jerseys. I'm going to put the gold kicks on. All, all this, all this shit. Does the series not have to feel easy for you to even conceive of doing these things? Like the Heat would have never thought to put on some fancy jersey and some gold shoes. They just need to fucking win the game. Oh yeah, no. The, you've got Jimmy Butler on the other side who hasn't shaved or cut his hair. Yeah. Or Ig. Neither yeah. of them shaved or got a haircut. Yeah, and so yeah, on the other end, it's classic LeBron, and you know you have to just appreciate him because he's 100% LeBron all the time. But he's always trying to control the narrative and write the story and yeah, and yeah, yeah, make it, and make the documentary as opposed to just letting it happen and. You know, he's, he's dancing around up there and then he's serious. It's just like, just be free, be, be chill and fun and whatever. Um, but he's so calculated. I think, I think he is. I just think you people look into it too much. Dude, it's like he's dancing next to AD, doing his thing, like waving yeah, around. He just won the championship. He just won finals MVP. He just did yeah, that's what awesome. he's supposed to do. I love, I love that bit, but then and then he gets onto the microphones like hey, man, we're doing whatever he wants, man. Doing it for the legacy. I just, I just, I want, I want it to be more, more natural. I just, like, I don't, I, I love him as a basketball player. I just can't get around his personality as a, as a, as he's trying to write, create the documentary in front of my face, you know. But th- this is a thing. This exists. Like the NBA community, for whatever reason, there's a fraction of the NBA community that just no matter, like LeBron could say anything and they're just not about it. They just don't like him. It's just the, his style, his, the way he goes about things. Just not, what he's not keen. You uh, know what I think it is? I've thought about this throughout the week. Yeah. He tries to be the good guy, right? He tries to be the superhero, saves the day, blah, 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 blah. But good guys don't get ratings. I saw the ratings for this year's NBA Finals and they were like, to put a comparison, this is what I saw. They put the NBA Finals, that last Game 6 ratings versus the Game 6 where Michael Jordan beat Jazz his last game, all that kind of shit. It's not comparable and at all. I know it's not comparable, but even in even in these uncomparable instances, there was a huge disparity. It was like 5 million viewers for this Lakers game versus 37 million viewers for that Bulls game back then. Yeah. And I thought about it. I thought about it. And, yes, it was MJ's supposed last game, all this kind of shit. No one knew if they were going to see him again. But MJ embraced this, I don't care if you like me, if you don't like me, don't give a fuck what it is, I just want to win. Whereas LeBron cares and the public knows he cares. And I think that's why they just can't watch him for the sake of watching him dominate. They're watching him for these storylines and shit. I'm so, like, maybe that part a little bit is right, but, like, the NBA is on at the same time as football and uh, and hockey and basketball, and this season has been extended all the way till now. I think like the casual fan is just kind of like whatever at this point, and so I think there's too many factors. And then you also like comparing a time when everybody's watching TV to like how many people are watching League Pass and um, yeah, 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 yeah. I hear, you. I hear, you. I hear. You. But even 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 separate to even separate to the ratings, just the like the general discourse 
people tend to not like LeBron as much as they did. Everyone loved MJ, you know? No, see, okay, I, I, I kind of want to stop this because I don't want this to be negative because... It's been negative for the last five minutes because you guys are LeBron haters. Yeah. And so, no, no, not at all. I, I like LeBron. I'm not a hater. I'm saying the public, the general consensus can't get behind someone that's not uh yeah but do you think that know, do you even think that that's true why do you why do you think that's the general consensus well it's like this with anything like if i if i was to say football cristiano ronaldo the half the world loves cristiano ronaldo because he's just this killer he just wants to score he just wants to win he just wants to win if you go to mixed martial arts conor mcgregor he's not even the best fighter but the whole world stops when he fights because he's just this this character, he doesn't care. He just is brash. You know what I mean? LeBron's just, he's, for better or worse, too good. <laughs> he's like a respectable person, which is fine by me, but I'm saying that's probably why there isn't this huge following behind him just defending him to the death. I think, it's just, loud, I think it's just loud Jordan people on the internet. I really genuinely do. I... Don't agree with that, but there are I, that it's just Jordan people. But I just there for some whatever reason there is a big LeBron haters faction, and I don't know why. And but I think I think it's just a build up from the decision to go to Miami, and then um, which definitely kind of that's got kicked up kicked it off for me. And then also him going against the Celtics for so many years um, and ruining our chances to win titles, obviously. But um, yeah, and I think it's that, it's that controlling of the of the narrative thing. Like it's it's just unnatural. But to we'll take come us back, back to this. To, yeah, because I sat there and I watched the post game show. I watched the entire um, post game interview when he's sitting on the podium and he's smoking his cigar. I took some pictures of it just because, like, I thought it was I thought it was awesome. And just like watching him dance with AD and talk to Rachel Nichols about how you guys, you guys can have the goat debate and he's smoking his cigar and, and he's, he's like, he's a, he's a bit of a nerd. And, and I was, and I was truly happy for him. I was really happy for AD um, who, you know, he's only 27, but he's been in the league for nine years and he's, mm-hmm. he didn't leave New Orleans the way everybody maybe wanted him to, but um, he was crying after the game. Like that, that dude's put in a lot of work to get to, to get to this point. And, it's hard to win a title and go through the bubble and stay together, and and Rondo winning a title, like and Dwight Howard, and Danny um, Green and again, because like I'm not a LeBron hater. I think it's really unfair. Like I want him to get to four, maybe five, and even six. Like um, because the hate that he gets when people just talk shit about, um, oh, you know, he had Kyrie or um, he he had D Wade. It's like it's it's like you don't win a title alone, like. Like that's just not how not how these things work. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I was I was really happy for him because three and six finals, it shouldn't be a, a, a negative. It's only a negative when you compare him to Jordan, and, and it's and it's the context of of that. But he's in the top two, whichever way you have it. Like, and it's a, and it's a compliment. Like he's so dominant. It's and it's been that way for ten plus years now. Where. If you want to win, you have to go through him. And right now, there's not a super team that was just absolutely stacked with Kevin Durant and three other potential Hall of Famers that made it impossible for him to win. And the only way that they could win was to still go through LeBron, right? And so, mm. um, no, I was really, I was really happy for 
for them, even though it was the Lakers. Um, and I just don't think this Lakers team is very likable. Like from Dwight Howard to to J.R. Smith. I actually like J.R. Smith, but like Dion Waiters <laughs> and this kind of stuff. I just don't think that they have a, like as good as Anthony Davis is. Like he's not like a fine. He's like a fun personality. Like Jimmy Butler. It's kind of what you were saying before, Josh. Like people fucking love Jimmy Butler because he's just unapologetically Jimmy Butler. And I think that's that, a good point. Actually. I think that's it. That that's what that's kind of. Jimmy's a perfect example. That's kind of what I was trying to get across. He's just this guy who will literally scream his training court down just because he wants to win. And the people, for whatever reason, they respond to that. Beatty, look, what are the speak to me. I'm the LeBron hater. Get on your horse. You're so I, foxed. I've got <laughs> nothing to say. I'm just I'm happy that they won. <laughs> I think if we looked up the, the markets for next season, they're the favourites again, probably, surely. I th- obviously, I, mean, I think there's a little bit of a drum up right now in the in the immediate aftermath about Anthony Davis's impending decision that he has to make. But I don't really. I mean, obviously, he's going to go back to the Lakers, right? I don't really. Yeah. I don't see any other team. I don't see. I don't see how it would even happen. Could happen. No, but I think you. Um, the smartest move for him is to do a one and one, right? Where yeah. LeBron's got two yeah. years left after this. Yeah, get yeah, that three yeah. Pete and bounce. Well. Or you just you just you, you have leverage now. You're not like just left holding like an Anthony Davis team leading Kuzma and Caruso. It's not and no LeBron. Might as well go back to the Pelicans. It's a bit of a problem, right? So yeah, I think you time it so that you're a free agent at the same time as LeBron. So you're like, hey man, if you leave, I'm fucking leaving too. I'm not staying here. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe you will. Maybe he'll love the Lakers that much and he'll want to stay, but. Um, I would just tie it to LeBron and just hang out and see see what he wants to do, because um, I think you can you can get the supermax money over two years. Um, I don't know. Does, what does it matter if you're making thirty five or fifty five million a year? Like, I, if it's going to for me, your future's a bit more um, how you would like it to go. Um, but dude, I mean, he had, he had like a quiet game offensively, but. Before the series, I was like, because I was maybe recency biased, I thought if I had to pick one defender, it would be Bam. And I think yeah. it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see Bam at full. Yeah, the injury really yeah. crueled that aspect of the series for sure. Dude, he couldn't catch a drop-off yeah. pass for, since he came back. Like, I don't know. What. It was shocking. It was so bad. He couldn't finish. There was, the some, there was some, like, there was an easy pass, and he was slapping him like, a child. Yeah. It's like, what the hell happened to this guy? What I went think... wrong for the, the Heat in Game 6? Do you think it was, just, uh, it was just too much of a, a massive effort in Game 5 and they just couldn't back it up? I mean, Jimmy Butler had 12. It, you know, it's sort of, if that's the, the last game of your season, it, it probably leaves a, a bad taste in the mouth. I think, yeah. I just think they were dead, man. Like, what, yeah. Tyler Hero was fucking 3 for 10. Like, the, the fight, like, you know, you got, the, you got the perfect game pretty much the game before. I think, you know, Jimmy Butler's got your 35-point triple-double, 25 from Duncan Robinson, and then bits and pieces from the from the rest of them. But I, I was kind of saying it to you guys earlier in the week, but my thoughts on this, uh, the Heat, because they're so competitive, I feel like when they were down 3-1 and they had all those injuries, as much as none of them would have ever spoken it out loud, I'm sure they kind of realized their backs were kind of against the wall in this one and they just needed to make it respectable 
And I think that game five, they tried with everything in them to win that game and make the series respectful, respectable again. That once it got to game six, there was nothing left. The Lakers just steamrolled them, and that was kind of it. Yeah, man. Everyone, everyone's happy. Yeah, and like we wrote the we wrote the heat off maybe too early twice, but like I think it was correct. You know, they yeah. need to be superhuman to get it done. And if and if you're not going to have a healthy Bam and a healthy Dragic, there's just no way that you're going to actually gonna win this series. Yeah, like maybe they could have summoned it again to make it close in Game Six, but. I mean, Kendrick Nunn, he like you know he had a he had a fantastic game in in Game Five. Yeah, fourteen points. To, to, to be honest, I think they've overachieved by making it four two. We predicted it yeah. before two with fully healthy lineups. Yeah, it's true. So the fact that they did it with hobbled players is like credit to them. Dude, okay, it just speaks to this team. This Lakers team is really good, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. The pieces just fit really well together, and then, like, it'd be interesting to see what happens. Does Rondo retire? I know he's kind of talked about how if he wins another ring, he might retire. But like, dude, he was killer in game. No, no way he can retire. He had, Playoff Rondo's real, man. He is so good. Nineteen, eight for eleven, three for but four, like, for three in a closing game in the finals. At this point, Do you see some of the passes he was flinging out there as well? Like bounce passes through people's legs into the running hand. It was mental. He's a freak. If you got a guy out there with a basketball IQ like that, playing on the same court as LeBron, who's probably the other guy with the best basketball IQ out there, then like, and they're throwing lobs to AD and hitting KCP for open threes, who turned into Clay Thompson in this series, then like, dude, you got to sign on and play again. Yeah, I think he'll come back. Surely. Yeah. Get I, another ring. I have no idea. Um, I think I saw a stat. He's the first player to, to win one for the Celtics and the Lakers, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, well, so now, see, interesting. Now they're all of a sudden not counting, um, what was his fucking name? Clyde. Yeah. I, Love it. Jake, I saw this. I saw yeah. this. They can't have it this, both ways. This plays right into your theory, dude. That's right. They're like, this guy, Lovelet, or whatever his name was, he won a championship for the Lakers and Boston. Yes. But they took it off him because it was Minneapolis Lakers. Now yeah. it's just Rondo that's won it for both. But they'll keep those championships. Yes, here it is. Clyde Lovelet. So, oh, yeah, I'm seeing it happening all over the place. They're counting <laughs> some places and not other stats. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but, it just fits the narrative. Yeah, so... Look, but it's but he's the first L.A. Laker, so not like Clyde Lovell, yeah. Minneapolis Laker, yeah. yeah. It's kind of crazy, man. Like that's a really cool stat, and I'm glad yeah. Rajon Rondo is the one to have it. If you he were, needed to retire with like a unique stat that no one else has. I'm glad he's got one. Yeah, if you were, yeah, if you were to tell me in 2010, 11, or 12 that Rondo was gonna win a championship for the Lakers in 10 years, I'd be like, nah. what happened? In a bubble? <laughs> what, this Rondo on the Dallas Mavericks? <laughs> they just, oh man. He, uh, what, but like, why is he just not, like, more consistent? Like, he gets annoyed at the playoff Rondo thing, but he's clearly <laughs> 100% better in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So, what yeah. was I, th- I think the other one the, the I think Danny Green and LeBron now they've both joined the 
win a championship yeah. on three different teams club, which is yeah. quite an exclusive club. There's like, four players in it in Robert history. Horry, I can't remember the other one, yeah. And Danny Green's one of them. How good. Man, Danny Green, he came back. You know, I saw a stat. He was the most efficient player by offensive rating in the entire uh, bubble. What did I tell you? Just all he has to do is circle that three-point line and he's doing his job. The ball doesn't have to go in. Yeah, but this is where I think stats are flawed more than anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you do have a point. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my God. And so, but yeah, like, you know, Danny Green's 15 mil, KCP 8 mil. You want to keep him. You get Avery Bradley back next year. Mm, do they? That's five like, million after that. Would, do they go and trade Avery Bradley or what? No, get him back, man. I think... That he that improved one of their weaknesses where they they struggled against um, like Dragic wasn't there um, but you know we saw it with Kendrick Nunn like he was able to create space for himself he's just not good enough at knocking shots down consistently and yeah yeah you know Dame Lillard had a had gave him trouble and Jamal Murray and and um, James Harden so if you, you add in Avery Bradley who's a really good on ball perimeter defender. And, they tried to um, yeah. give Caruso the Avery Bradley job at the end there. Well, I think that he did it. Admiral, Admiral he's good, man. He's yeah, good it's like we said. If, we probably said it at the beginning of the bubble. He's too genuinely decent. Yeah, I, I would, I, dude. I was a not a hater, but I was not a non-believer in his actual championship contributing ability. I, I yeah, I was. Under, Kuzma's not good, but like these guys fill their role, and because LeBron and AD is so good, you don't have to do a lot. Like, and Kuzma's defense got so much better in the second half of the season, and especially the bubble and the playoffs. Like, if he can make that part of his game, actually, where if he bulks up, because he's a tall guy, if he can add mm. weight and actually defend um, some bigger players and and stuff like that, and get better on defense. And like you know, Marcus Morris had maybe the worst singular moment of the entire playoffs. You know, just Markeith. throwing the ball. Yeah, Markeith, sorry, um, throwing the ball away to yeah game five. But he was good. Like he was solid. He did his role. That's all they needed him to do. Beatty, <laughs> as as our uh, I guess the guy who's seen the most Lakers over the course of the season. What would you say? Is something they could shore up, something they could change. What's improved? Well, I think that they, I think they have the mid-level exception, so they're going to be able to sign still somebody. Uh, and, and I think, as you said, Jake, they don't. I mean, a lot of the contracts that they do, aside from James and, and Davis, are, are small contracts, and they're just role players. And then the other guys are like dudes like Dwight Howard and Jared Dudley and like these guys who are off contract. And it's just sort of like, well, if you lose them, whatever, you you'll be able to sign someone to fill that that gap i think the biggest part is just as long as ad and, and lebron are healthy and they both come back which obviously lebron's on contract he's going to come back and davis should come back they're they're the favorites again next year and you roll on yeah i agree he's amazing now yeah who's that kcp clay oh yeah KCP. dude yeah clay cp clay C, yeah i love yeah it's definitely he did he turned into clay cp 100 so it all kind of lines up next year, right? Like you got Danny Green's on the books for next year, KCP, Avery Bradley, JaVale, um, Quinn Cook, barely saw the court, but then Caruso. Yeah, I mean, like there's a number of guys on the team that like probably don't need to be there. Quinn Cook isn't going to get a heap of burn. 
JaVale McGee had his role taken by Dwight Howard. Um, Jared Dudley is like, you know, it's nice Dwight, to have. But Dwight and JaVale serve like a quality purpose. I mean, we get on there. Obviously, we all agree that um, AD at the five is their like best overall lineup. But like that's that's their death lineup. Yeah, but giving you know him a rest from banging against the big guys all season long with Dwight and JaVale, it's it worked. You happen you I'm glad Dwight didn't play it all in the end because I would just I just don't like you know maybe I'm a hater with Dwight Howard but I mean, they, they also, I mean, they had DeMarcus Cousins at the start of the season as well, who obviously, I don't even think he suited up. I don't think he played a game, did he? Because he got yes, injured before the start of the season. But that would have been another, I mean, their front court depth would have been interesting when you add him into the mix as well. But yeah. Does he come back? Does he add I, another weird element? I don't know. I've, I read somewhere that DeMarcus Cousins is still eligible for a ring. Oh, really? I don't, wow. I don't, I don't know if. I don't know if that means he played a minute or what, but he is eligible, yeah. Cool. Would you even want one? If I was him, no. You didn't even play. Like, yeah, I don't I don't want that ring. I didn't contribute to that. Um, dude, I was, I was listening to uh, Worldwide Wild earlier. What about Melo? He's a free agent. He's proven that he's quality. I kind of wish he just stays in Portland and oh, yeah. rides those good yeah. vibes. Realistically, yeah, I think it, it's probably a very big chance happening. To be honest, you know, he's he's proven that he's like maybe LeBron was a bit wary of whether or not he was actually a good player still, but man, he showed it in the bubble. Man, he still got it. I think the biggest thing, the biggest thing, would be that the Lakers can't use too much salary cap. I mean, if it's on a minimum sort of a deal, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Will someone pay Melo? Like, yeah, is LeBron you know, going to have a word to somebody, and all of a sudden now you're paying him a lot more than you really should be? That's probably the issue. I'm yeah. sure LeBron could be like, "Hey, Melo, you want to come win a ring with us?" Well, Just, yeah, that's you know. the way it needs to happen. Yeah, you have to think for Melo that you're going to take the veteran minimum to come. Yeah. yeah, dude. I mean, like, imagine if Lakers are trotting out Rondo and Melo off the bench with LeBron and AD still out there. Like, where the fuck do you look? Yeah, Melo, he's he's good, man, and like, yeah, and and it'll be fun. It's just you know, outside of AD, if you were to put you know, Melo, uh, Rondo, and LeBron together at any point in the last fifteen years, you'd be like, oh, that's a that's a finals team, and they're still doing <laughs> it. I, I I see it more like pretty much purely from the perspective of, all right, LeBron, you went and got Dwight Howard his ring. Yeah. Now you got to go get Melo one. It is cool for Dwight. Like I know I don't really like him, but it would have sucked if he didn't get one. And we have this like, at one point, one of the premier players in the world, one of the best defenders in, at the time to ever live. Blah 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 blah. But he never got that ring. Like it is a bit empty. It feels good that he got one. Yeah. Even if it is old man Jason Kidd copped his and he got his at forty years old or whatever it was. Jason Kidd gets another one. Yeah, he does, eh? He's yeah. an assistant. It's yeah. true. Um, Jared Dudley, first-time champ. Hell yeah. Kuzma. J.R. Smith, second-time oh. champ. Dude, <laughs> you got to love it. His first man to touch the trophy. Sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, the, 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 there's still time on the yeah. court, and he's running on without a shirt. Yeah, so good. And then every player in the post game was shirtless after that, pretty much. <laughs> 
Um, it's good. Do you guys have any? Oh, we talked about it before we started recording, I think. But do you guys have any qualms with the the finals MVP voting? How that played out? Not at all. It was unanimous. It was eleven votes to none for LeBron. Yeah. Um, Although I will say, if Heat somehow found a way to win this series, I don't care if LeBron scored fifty points a game. It was Jimmy's award. Oh, no, of course. Yeah, of course. It's a go for the winner. LeBron didn't deserve it in twenty fifteen. <laughs> no, nah, a different story there though. That was <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy had a really is good it? series. Yeah, it definitely is it. Uh, mate, was Iguodala yeah. the leading scorer for that Warriors team? Did he carry them? No. Jimmy Butler absolutely. He was close. Was it was ridiculous that it was Iguodala. Um but yeah, either way, I, I thought LeBron was <laughs> phenomenal this entire series. Yeah. Okay. It has to be LeBron. Like no question. Even if A D was obviously a singular force in dominating under the paint. It's got to be LeBron. They don't get close if LeBron isn't playing. No. No, no. God. Um, yeah, man. And then we've got maybe the draft in November. Well, yeah, everything's just up in the air now, right? There's no yeah. dates locked in. We don't know anything about dates for coming back next season. We don't know anything. Nothing. We do not have, like, one, just not have basketball to watch tomorrow. Like, what am I going to do for three hours every day now? You know, that's going to go exercise or something. <laughs> but then, yeah, you have no idea. We just get to consume Lakers propaganda for the next six months. Yeah. Which I can't wait to do. I don't even think it will be. It'll be other teams. It'll, yeah, it'll be, be Warriors. It'll be, Warriors it'll be the Warriors, exactly. It'll be the Nets. It'll be these teams that weren't really as big of a factor this season. The Lakers yeah. will just keep doing their mind on their own. It'll be the Clippers. I think the Clippers will be a, an interesting one and what happens there with the coaching situation. Yeah, yeah. truly. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm not going to be picking the Clippers. Just like, I'm, like I'm, after seeing what I saw from them collapsing, Dude, Jamal Murray and Nikola The way I see it, you might be a maybe be able to call Kawhi and LeBron a wash, but AD is so much better than Paul George. Yeah, so much better. Not even uh, close. I underrated AD. Um, I think I overrated Paul George. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I'm very disappointed. So the um, you know, like we were kind of, I would expect the Lakers got the one seed in the West this year mm. for them to kind of cruise, you know, maybe end up with like the third or fourth seed next season. Just yeah. 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 And now they've got it and they can flip the switch. And, you know, LeBron's like, guys, we know how to play defense. I'm saving myself for the playoffs this time. Um, but with the Warriors coming back, you've got three teams at the top of the West. So getting the one seed means that you would avoid playing either the Lakers, Clippers, or, or Warriors in the second round. You play to be honest, man, I feel like the West has gotten to a point where it's so stacked. Who cares? You're going to have to verse someone hard every round, so who so cares? True. The Nuggets are fourth. You know? Yeah. So Rockets are fifth. Like Then there there's Dallas, and then there's... Island. Yeah, it's crazy. The Rockets are dead. Rockets are done, mate. I agree. Rockets are done, mate. Um... Maybe we were discussing what does LeBron need to do in 
uh, the GOAT conversation to, to potentially tip the scales. Um, and I, as someone who's been a go- uh, Michael Jordan GOAT person, still am, yep. um, but if LeBron was to get 2-6, I think it would be over. Like, I, I just don't think that there's anything that really separates them from, like, a statistics perspective. The only thing that, and the only thing you can really point to is how many times do you win? And, like, LeBron should be now on six. 2011? Yeah, should have won that. And 2014? Yeah, that I agree. That first was good, but, like, I don't think MJ goes down against anyone that's not a Warriors team. I think... I don't want to comment too much on, like, who's the GOAT, blah, 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 blah. Although I am in LeBron, uh, Michael Jordan's camp still currently. I think, for me... What would need to happen to completely put the debate to bed and put me in the LeBron camp unquestioned is, like you said, him getting to six or not even necessarily getting to six but winning with a different team again. If he won on four different teams, that's not, no one will ever do that. That's I don't done. I care about this different team thing. Like, I don't care. That I, think, I think that matters. I think, if anything, the, winning with the Lakers has given him, in my opinion – a huge jump in the in the argument. It's a lot more even than it was before, because to win with three, not just to win with three separate franchises, but to be the guy, the Finals MVP on three different teams, like that's unheard of. Who's gone to three different teams oh, and know. carried them to a championship? But like, if Magic Johnson had gone from the Lakers and then to the Celtics and then to the Pistons and won with three different teams, I just don't understand why. Five titles with one is different to five titles with three. Different. Well, from my, from, in my opinion, Michael Jordan being with a championship-winning team for six championships also speaks to how well put together those championship teams were in the organization he was playing for, and that helps. But if LeBron's moving from Cleveland to Miami to a Lakers team that sucked when he got there and still won with all of them, it's, it's kind of like I'm beyond team building. I am the team. And in that perspective, I don't know, I find that very impressive. And if he did it a fourth time and went to some other Joe Blow team and won again, then I would never hear the argument. I'd be like, nah, enough of that. He's won with yeah, four teams. I, 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 kind of, I don't really necessarily think he needs to go to a fourth. Not that I'm saying he does like need that. to do that. But, but I, do, I put a bit of weight on that for sure. I think it, you kind of even... To go back to the soccer analogy earlier, I mean, if you compare Ronaldo to, to Messi and his how both career paths have gone, it's sort of a similar thing. I mean, LeBron obviously has bounced around. Unfortunately, Cleveland as an organization just couldn't put the right pieces around him in that first stint and he felt like he had to leave and then had success in Miami and then had success back in Cleveland and then again has had success now in, in LA. And it's, yeah, I mean, ultimately he is the team. And within two years of, of, of each of those new teams, he has won a championship. So I, I put weight on it. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily a slight on, on Jordan either because obviously if the Bulls at the time were able to put the pieces around him, then why would you want to leave as well? So obviously no. it's, it's yeah, not I, light, but I, I do think that, yeah, it is, it's an impressive feat for, cool. for a player to do that. Yeah, I also think it's, it's something that like you know, changes between the both of them. Like, you know, you go to Miami where it's pretty much ready-made for you and you go back to Cleveland where you've got Kyrie and Love. Um, 
Yeah, but nothing's ready-made. Like, even if he gets to Miami and Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade's there, they still have to figure out how to win a championship, how to and play it, together, how to do all this stuff. It took them a season. They didn't. Yeah. We know they didn't win that first season. So, uh, yeah, I and I mean, I, I just think it's it, it's that point that obviously the organization has to be doing the utmost it can to to provide whatever players or pieces or whatever it is around that guy um, to sort of complement and help them what do what they need to do. Yeah. And the thing is, I'll never know. I'll never know if Michael could have got up, moved to Houston and won a championship with them. You know, I'll never know that because he only did it for the Bulls. It was just done there. Same with Messi and Ronaldo. I know Messi's, you know, one of the goats, him and Ronaldo, but he's done it at a Barcelona team, which has pretty much had the same core, same system the whole time. He knows what to do. Whereas Ronaldo's had to go to, England, Spain, Italy, he's done it internationally. I just find that, to me, more impressive. Not that I slight no, Messi yeah, for the fact that he stayed yeah. with one team. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's the point. It's not... This, the discourse gets so nasty sometimes on online um, where what pisses me off is when people are like, oh, I've got, I've got Jordan and then uh, like Kareem and then... Kobe and then LeBron. It's like you've you <laughs> no, been a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. Not have LeBron in you. Like Bill Simmons does it every, every podcast. He's like he's a top three player all time. It's like Bill Russell's not top three, dude. Yeah, I know. If Bill top Russell played like, against AD, he would have had trouble. It's like he's not. Like it's just. I'm, it's the one. Th- the one thing that really annoys me because he says it all the time. And he's he's a top three player all time. It's like he's a top two player all time. It's 1A, 1B, whatever way you want to slice it. And it's like when I always find myself defending LeBron from those kinds of people, but then like on the other side, I'm like attacking LeBron if it's in the context of uh, like Jordan. Like this guy, Nick Wright on Twitter, he's just on on America. He's a, I love Nick he, Wright. He's a man. Yeah, I imagine you do love Nick Wright, but like his new, <laughs> his new um, fucking troll thing is – Oh man, poor Jimmy Butler's legacy. He lost in the finals, and so that makes his legacy worse. And it's like, dude, you know what it is. The only reason losing in the finals is bad is if you're being compared as a top two player of all time. It's actually it's a compliment to LeBron that that's a bad thing. Like that's the that's how high the standard is. It's the people. The only that- reason it's bad is because the before LeBron consensus goat didn't lose in the finals. Yeah. Had he, it wouldn't be a problem. But he didn't. And Beatty, I actually go through. I go through what you go through in football. Tom Brady is very similar to LeBron in that, outside of Patriots and Brady fans, no one wants him to be the goat. But it just got to a point now where, like, LeBron's doing it. What Brady did, where two years ago, LeBron was. We were like, "Is LeBron going to slow down?" And five years ago, people were like, "Brady's going to slow down." And he he's been to three Super Bowls again. Yeah. And like, I can see this happening with LeBron. Like he's he's well, gone. yeah. He's gonna be the favorite. Like it's the people that are like, no, he nothing he can do. He's nothing he can do to change no, that. No, no, that's, that's the, I guess that's the crux. Yeah, and uh, for me, yeah, obviously, I I already have him the goat. Yeah. So it's not for me. I I really I I I think that they're the favorites again next season. Obviously, we'll see what happens. But I, I another one would be very helpful. I think for the legacy 
I think to, to get to five, you've matched Kobe then, you've matched Magic, you've matched a few other guys. Obviously, Jordan with six is it's a, it's another one to get. But like, I don't know. For me, it's just more, it's more so the fact that what, at age 35 or whatever, in year 17, he's just won his fourth. He, there's, there's not really any signs of him, you know, just ad hoc. Oh, I'm just going to retire now. I don't, I've, I've lost the spark. I don't want to compete anymore. Like I, if anything, this is the guy that's going to be going at 40 and, and the the question will be, Oh man, maybe he should have retired a year ago because he, he just maybe doesn't have it anymore. I I think that's going to be how it'll play out. But in that time, he still might win another couple of championships and, and be the dominant player in the league for the next three or four years. Yeah, and that's exactly there's, there's the comparison in football. With Brady, yeah, yeah, yeah. Montana, Montana was four and zero, and then yeah. like Brady, you know, got to got to four and it was or three, and it was like, nah, it's it's you know. But then he's just like, I'm going to keep playing, and he's he's declining, like he's yeah, declining. Yeah. It, it, he's going to retire a year or two late, not a year or two early. Versus Jordan or Montana, who were like, I'm good to go. Caught it, yeah. I think that was one of the interesting. Factors is obviously for us, none of us really only catching the very back end of Jordan and not really probably being old enough to comprehend it. But the fact that he was so happy to just call it after that, that 98 season and just not, I mean, it wouldn't happen in this day and age. He would just sign for some other team like Brady's just moved to, to the Buccaneers. Like, you know, and this, that yeah. will be the slight, that will be the slight that edges it toward LeBron for me because MJ just won a three-peat. He was still easily the best player in the world. He had an up. They told him, we're not going to re-sign this team. We're going to break it down. We just saw the whole Last Dance documentary. We know how it all happened. He could have gone to another team and tried again and tried to win a title. And he said, no, I don't want to. I only want to do it here with the Bulls. He, did, he only wanted to do it with Phil. He also said in the documentary, like, he regret, like he kind of regrets it. He wanted yeah, to in hindsight, yeah. Yeah, because obviously that guy is a massive competitor as well. I don't think anyone would ever say that he's not. But it's just sort of, I think when we all we all look back at LeBron's career, it's the guy, the, guy, the longe- longevity of him to be able to do it for near on twenty years by the time yeah. it's probably done. And the professionalism to keep your body right, never yeah. get injured, never it's like he's had one injury or something. It's crazy. He's never missed a single playoff game. Yeah, not mental. Not. And he's been there like fifteen times. <laughs> One, he's played more than three full seasons in play- playoffs. And he's never <laughs> one. Yeah, unbelievable. That'll that'll be the stuff we look back on when he retires, and we're like, "Wow, guy never missed a playoff game." Yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But yeah, if you if you ask me, either another couple of rings, uh, seeing dominance right till the bitter end when he's forty years old, or even winning a ring. For another team, all of these things will edge it for me. If he wasn't on the Lakers, I would almost be like hoping he gets there, just so it's easier for me to to live my life. And I'm <laughs> with everyone. If he gets to six, then you know. What if he goes to Boston and does a rondo and becomes the only guy to win with Lakers and Boston? Well, I'll be stoked. Give, come on down. <laughs> Paid him, him, LeBron, pick and pop. Good to go. Would you become a Boston fan, Beatty? I think it would be one of the few players where I'd have to force myself to watch more Boston. Yeah. <laughs> what Jalen Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for LeBron James? Who says no? <laughs> and Romeo Langford. Okay. 
Fine. Uh, fine. I guess. I guess you twisted <laughs> right. my arm. Huh? Twisted my arm. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I was thinking next week we can run through our playoff awardees. Mm. You know, moments. talk talk about the moments, who was good, who was bad, all that kind of stuff. But until then, I think that's all I got to talk about today. Mate, it's been a good year. That was this year three of the, the cut. Year yeah, three we're three of the cut. Pressing, yeah, pressing 100 episodes. We're so close. Hell yeah. The fellas. Anyway, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. My name is Josh DiMatteo here with Jake Eisenberg and Matt Beatty. Until next week, peace.